talk about how a robot went to Mars today. Do you know what's sad? Had no idea. I think probably because I've been sick for like a week. I've just been like so out of the loop. I was like, what? Well, so interestingly, um, <laughs> shout out to Molly and Anna. Like they mentioned it in the chat during yes. our call with them today. And I was like, what are they talking about? And then um, same. my man friend um, <laughs> sent me a text on face or through like on text but like there's like a link to facebook like of the live thing of it, mm. like arriving of like the robot like arriving mm-hmm. to mars or whatever and i was like oh like my m&a people were like um talking about this and i actually got to see the moment where like the it came into orbit and then like the parachute like executed correctly and then it like had a little soft landing on the surface of mars that and then you heard all the lovely. clapping in the NASA space station. It was, yeah, it was, and my man friend wrote, and I quote, I have a science boner right now. And I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and the robot said, I have a regular boner right now. Right. <laughs> was that a t- terrible joke? I have a robot boner right now. A ro-boner. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's clever is it Caitlin with the puns is it um that was yeah. punny. <laughs> lol um here's a question so because you saw this i have not seen the footage yet obviously historically there's been controversy over space exploration and its validity and you know you've heard all the conspiracy theories about like you know the the moon landing being fake and all that stuff right i have but you and i don't believe that hello we used to watch roswell (laughs) but i just have to ask like what what were you trying to sniff out any like well i mean in the era of cgi you know like anything is possible in terms of what we can doctor but okay, like, fair. You know what? It did look fake as hell, though. So that's did true. it? <laughs> that's so true. I was it like, it looked like well, Spielberg it, created it. Well, because it, it did look like it looked like a robot. Like it looked it looked like a rendering. Did it look like Rosie from the Jetsons? Reaching? No, it was more like it looked like a sat. It looked more like a s- satellite. Thing. Oh, okay. Disappointing. But like, could you imagine if they sent like Rosie from the Jetsons to Mars to be like, Mr. J, I found Mars. <laughs> it's beautiful. Okay, I love the Jetsons. So do I. Um, like, and we need to have a whole thing about the Jetsons movie. Um, wow. Because that about- movie makes me very emotional. And the music in that oh. movie makes me very emotional. Because um, they, they leave, they have to leave their home because um, George gets a new job on like a different planet or whatever. Because Mr. Spacey, like, makes him leave. And, and then, you know, uh, what's her face? Judy's all like, Wah! but then she, like, meets a boy on the new planet. But then the family decides to come back home. Oh, man. And she has, like, a heartbreak thing with the guy. It's really, it's really sad. Star-crossed it's like, lovers. It's like intergalactic, like, long-distance relationships. Like, and I know, you know, I know a lot about that. You That's know? harsh, man. There's also a lot of um, a lot of queerness in the Jetsons IMO. Like Rosie is a huge dyke. Um, she's a huge Wait, robo a huge... dyke. Oh, 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 Rosie. Rosie, obviously. She's like a rugby dyke robot. And um, we can go into this some other time because I have had lengthy conversations with my fandom people about this, like at three in the morning, like delirious and cracking the fuck up. But Elroy Jetson is like the gayest little twink motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> he is. He's so gay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love Elroy. He's amazing. Lots of queerness. El- Elroy. 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 That is a good. That's a good George impression. Is that what you were trying to do? Sort of. No. No. I was trying well, to do Rosie saying. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't do impressions. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I still it's love okay. you, boo. I still love it's you. Right. It's fine. Let's move on. A robot went to Mars. That was it. That was the point. But it still looked fake on. as hell. It looked fake as hell. It's true. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll give it a give it a ganza. 
So uh, it's Thursday night and we're drinking because it's the weekend and it's time to get hammered. And it's also time to finally pay homage to the queen. The queen. The queen of the night. The queen of our hearts. The queen of vocals. The queen of... The queen of bisexuality. queen of bisexuality. She invented it. She invented it. Whitney Houston. Whitney motherfucking Houston. 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 (laughs) Child of sissy... Cousin of Dion. Wow. Wow. Dynasty. She's part of a dynasty. She's part of a vocals dynasty, shall we say. Yes. 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 Daughter daughter of Newark. Daughter New of Newark, New Jersey. Absolutely. Wife of Bobby Brown. Yeah. <laughs> the former king of R&B. Yes. It's, it's all about Whitney tonight. She's my baby tonight. <laughs> Is that, are you foreshadowing your list of top fives at all? Maybe. Maybe it's foreshadowing mine too. Maybe our lists are going to be identical. I can't wait to see what this reveal is. You know what we're going to have to do? So Mia and I, in preparation for this episode, we have each prepared our top five Whitney songs, which first of all, really fucking difficult, like damn near impossible. Like woman had had hit after hit after hit after hit. I, this list made me curse Caitlin out via And you know what's fucked up? At first I was nonchalant. (laughs) At first, I was nonchalant about this task. I was like, I got you. Five songs. Cool. No. And very quickly, I was cursing her out. I was no. like, Caitlin, no. Caitlin, you motherfucker. <laughs> this, this bullshit task got me eliminating bomb ass songs. It Fucking is a hate bullshit you, task. But I love you. It is a bullshit yeah. task. It was a made up number. And what's fucked up is that like I initially was going to do a top three. And then I quickly realized that was really impossible. And so I extended it to five. Plus an honorable and then, mention. Right. And then she added it one more. <laughs> <laughs> and even that doesn't feel like enough because this woman fucking dominated. She no, dominated. I have eight songs on mine. I have my, I have, I have a top, I have a, I have eight <laughs> songs on my top five because you didn't mention that there couldn't be ties. What? Bitch! <laughs> I just figured it out right now. You know, when you look at the USB's World Report top schools, there's always like five, fours. Oh, you're right. <laughs> You're right. But then, but then there's always like five top fours, but then they skip to like nine. It goes from like four to no, nine. No, exactly. You know? Yeah. That's, you that's know? fine. But that's still, so, but you're saying that that's still legit. So that's still. Yeah. Cause, cause, cause really what that, what that means then is I have a top four. So I'm actually doing better than a top five. Wow. <laughs> I, have a t- I have a top four with nine songs on it. I feel like or I need songs. like I need like a seven second glass. I can't do one. math. This is a math question. It's actually seven <laughs> songs. The most it can be is seven songs. I'm still fucked. It needs, <laughs> it needs to be. It needs to be a top five with nine songs. I feel and like then, this then, is... then that's only eight songs. So fucking up these math problems. I promise I did well on the SAT, y'all. <laughs> I was gonna say this is reminding me of. So I was I was fucking amazing at math. However. I hated like permutations and combinations that shit like fucked with my mind. And I have just very bad memories of that. And this is not that, but it's reminding me of that sort of. It's not. Yeah, it's not that. It's not that. Is it that? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Permutations Listeners, and combinations. Are these, are these permutations, combinations and probabilities? I don't know. <sighs> Fuck. But Whitney, man, Whitney. I've been so, I mean, I feel like Whitney's been on the brain for a lot of people, partly because we just had the Super Bowl and it was the 20 year anniversary of her famous Star Spangled Banner at the Super Bowl, correct? It was 1991. I oh, so that'd be 30. That's 30. 30. Years ago. That's, did I say 20? <laughs> I said yeah. 20. Oh my God, I'm such like, a. Nah, I'm, that's 30. Pour one out for our old asses. Um. <laughs> 30 years ago, the 30 year anniversary of that beautiful rendition of the Star Spangled Banner, so or the national anthem, whatever, interchangeable. And there's just been a lot of um, there's been a lot of interesting, like nice homages to it and um, analysis of it and whatnot. She also looked fly as fuck. Like that. yeah, she did. Like yeah, like the did. song like the song was amazing. But I just remember being like, Britney is a queen. Like mm-hmm. she had her like flag like red. Bl- white and blue like bedazzled like she looked like an olympian 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. She had like the white headband. I think for the longest time, I I thought that she it was a performance from the Olympics because I don't know sports and because um, because she looked like an Olympian. So I just I always just assumed like, oh, that was from the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I think I I think I thought that, too. Yeah. But it's interesting because I don't know if you've ever read this. I just learned about this in the last week. But um, this woman named Danielle Smith uh, wrote this really amazing just analysis slash like oral history of what led up to that moment and what it meant for the country at that time and like Whitney's iconography and like all that good stuff like stuff that's just like that gives me a boner that gives me like a film studies like iconography boner and it's funny because she spoke specifically about the choice of outfit and how um like obviously like and i don't want to go too heavily into this because she did it beautifully and i don't need to like repeat this uh i don't need to repeat the beautiful work that she did but i mean the goal i think war had just recently been declared and uh oh operation desert storm exactly and the country was very you know things were very tense and um so recognizing that like Whitney very purposefully someone who like when she had to show up to an event or perform in in public or whatever always like brought a very glamorous look and so this was like very intentionally like dressed down tracksuit like out of you know it was just that's what it's called a track track suit suit. I was like her I was like her sporty jacket (laughs) track suit but yeah, how it was just to, um, it was basically, it's interesting. I think, I think it was basically, she said something like it was, uh, because she w- didn't want to make it about like her ego. And that's why like the outfit is, is very like, you know, dressed down and informal. And that's why the performance for Whitney, like by Whitney's standards is like pretty spare. Like she doesn't do that many runs, like elaborate runs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. until the very end but like it's just very like straightforward and strong and like you know but basically that there was just no ego but I feel like I want to like I've been thinking about this a lot the last week I feel like one of my favorite things about Whitney as a performer is that I feel like whenever I'm watching her sing I feel like it always bothers me when I see ego in a performer like it takes me right the fuck out of it like in a singer in an actor especially like if i see the ego in the performance i'm just like really bored and i'm really annoyed and i'm just like all right get the fuck out of here but with whitney it's like it's just joy whenever she's singing it's just joy like it's just joy all the way through you know yeah. um i went all over the place a little bit with that but anyway whitney's been on the brain two thoughts about the star spangled banner yes. the first is that that song is racist as fuck. The whole second verse is about like slavery. We never sing that part because slavery. <laughs> and so it's interesting because like, you know, obviously it's a beautiful song like in her in her rendition of it. And so that's why everyone, even people who are the ancestors or yeah. descend, descendants of slaves can appreciate her vocal performance in that. Yeah. But um but, you know, James Clyburn, a congressman from South Carolina, has been on this, like, thing the last couple of weeks trying to change the national anthem to lift every voice and sing. And that's also met, been met with backlash because I'm like, Clyburn, we got a whole bunch of shit to do as a country. Right. Like, not even in, like, the top 500 things that I have on my wish list right now. Right. <laughs> like, we don't need to fucking change this fucking star. We don't need to change the national anthem. Like, that is a symbolic bullshit gesture. Yeah. And, like... In black churches, we don't even recognize that other song. We sing, lift every voice, and sing. Like we, just, like where where it matters to black people to have a anthem that speaks to our truth and our soul and our history and our legacy and all of that. Like we have that. We don't need to make it a national song to, like for what? So Clyburn, if you're listening to this, <laughs> he is. Just let it go, let it go, let it go, my brother, <laughs> let it go. <laughs> and I think, and I actually, if you really think about it, like that's really fucking sad. Like. In 2021, in the middle of a pandemic, like this is what this congressman is using his like yeah. power to push. Like it gives me no hope <laughs> for our legislature. Anyway, let's get back to the glory that is Whitney Houston because she brings me joy. Do you have like memories associated with Whitney? Like what does Whitney bring up for you? Yes, Whitney brings up um, being really young, like three, four years old, and 
her first album being one of like the iconic records that was like always played in my household on the record player and at my aunt and uncle's house like I can just still see like the peach kind of like floral <laughs> cover and her with her hair like wet slicked back um on the on the on the iconic album cover and those early songs like the greatest love of all like just like being what I grew up like listening to and um I mean I don't know that I knew Whitney at three or four was like Whitney you know like I, I mean her legacy has kind of evolved over time even though she left an immediate first impression but uh I just feel so grateful that like she is so deeply ingrained in my childhood as like what singing should be like that's yes. dope as hell like it's just like she's like one of the greatest singers you might many would argue like the greatest singer of all time <clears throat> and we just like casually grew up listening to her like oh yeah Whitney you know whatever <laughs> Right. Like, I mean, I, again, I, I, I've said this a bajillion times, but we were just very fortunate from a pop culture standpoint, like in so many ways. And that was one of the ways we had these truly in a way that we I, and again, like I just sound like a fucking curmudgeonly old lady. But like, I feel like we're a little bit starved for that kind of vocalist, you know, um, yeah, just that like effortless fucking prodigy like she's so effortless um it's interesting you call it effortless because um (laughs) i was i was watching can i be me which is one of the many documentaries um that's come out in the last handful of years about her life and you know her mother is quick to take all of the credit which you know she was raised in the church she was trained as a singer (sighs) through her mother so much and you know, Sicily has one of these, or uh, yeah, she has just not Sicily. Why am I calling her that? Sissy, Sissy lady. Her name's Sissy. Sissy has one of these like things where she's in the camera and she's like, "That part, that was me. Her wardrobe, that was me." You know, she's like just like taking credit for a whole bunch of stuff. And like, I don't know to come to. I don't know enough to to challenge her. Um, but just knowing, um, how deeply complicated and like challenging and ultimately pious and unaccepting her family was around all aspects of her life like it just made me feel like bleh about her mom like taking credit for all that stuff because I'm like yeah and you held on to her so tightly that she couldn't feel it she couldn't fully accept herself like and that's not okay yeah yeah, I came away, and we talked a little bit about this the last time, but um, I came away from that movie feeling so disturbed by her relationship with her parents, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, disturbed and disgusted and just, like, feeling so fucking sad for her. There was a, well, there, there was that clip where, I think it might have been Oprah, that, like, straight up asked her mom, like, if she had been revealed to be homosexual, would that have been a problem for you? And her mom was like, yep. <laughs> she came and sang at my church once. Not Whitney. Her mama. Sissy did? Yeah. And of course, when you're a kid, you're like, that's so cool. Because it's like yeah. Houston's mom. Kind of like my obsession with Omar Epps mom. Yeah. Your church was popping. It was. <laughs> it's an, it's an, it is an iconic black church. Is it? Shameless plug. There was a show that came on a few nights ago on PBS about the history of the black church in America. It's really good. Check it out. And, you know, her mother was a very talented vocalist. But I think also inherent in some of that is her own kind of feeling that she was, like, looked over or didn't have the fame that she thought she deserved. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There was definitely, like, I read resentment, like, when I watched those clips of her in that movie. It's always, it's especially gross to me when there's, like, a mother resenting a daughter, like, for her success, you know? It's like, oof. Tell me about it. <laughs> I will never forget, okay? Like, mom, if you're listening, you know you did this shit. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Are we going to have to um, cut this out? No, no, it's fine. Okay. Um, so... My mom was always obsessed with my looks and my physique and, you know, as, at a young age was like telling me to like watch my weight. Like when I was pretty, I was pretty skinny, but she was still like planting these like unhealthy messages that are really common, you know. Yeah. Hard same. For, yeah. With, with, with daughters, yada, yada, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, I went through periods where I was more in shape, less in shape, whatever. And when I, and when I, and when I um, am not as in shape, my mom is quick to criticize and micromanage what I eat and like a lot of unhealthy shit. But let me tell you, it was, this was been summer 2003. I think it was summer 2003. Um, I was fit as fuck. I was working out every goddamn day. I looked fucking amazing. I went and got my braids done and I looked like a fucking queen. And I remember Ashley was picking me up to go to Cheesecake Factory and I was wearing this like rouge like top with like like the bosom was like looking all good and these like capri tight jeans and these like platform heels. Like I just looked like a sexy motherfucker. Like I honestly looked like a fucking diva. Like if I had like my top five looks of all time, like one of those things where I looked in the mirror and I was like, hot damn, like nobody should look this good. And my mom freaked out about that too, right? Because now all of a sudden I was like. Freaked out how? Like also disapproving at that, you know, like she was mm. disapproving when I wasn't playing into like my femininity and, you know, a, a body image that I think she thought would be like accepted by society and by men or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when I was playing into that fully, like I literally like I would fuck me. Like I looked fucking good. <laughs> Um, like, I, like, I mean, I looked good with a T at the end. And she also had to say about that, too. And it was interesting to see that because because in that I saw I saw that later part, like that jealousy piece of like. She did that shit. Yeah. She can't admit it, though. Whatever. <laughs> That's um, I'm really sorry. It's fine. I have the memories. I looked good, like I said. So <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> That's funny. That's like when I look back at like photos from prom, even though I was sick mm-hmm. that night and I'm just like, I have never looked that good. I will never look that good again. That was like peak. That was Yo, pe- your peak. hair. My hair was so amazing that night. It was freshly your, cut. In, 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 in general, that whole era of your hair. Like, it was, I mean, it was a know, good era. Whole, it was, it was my Tina Landon inspired hair. Look, in high school, y'all, we were fly as fuck. <laughs> That hair and my my distressed my naturally distressed uh, denim jacket that dark denim denim jacket that you oh, always yes, wanted you to steal. Oh yes, you loved that. You oh. loved that. You you were talking about stealing it every time you came over. You, you right. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about our love for Whitney. Let's yes. talk about her musicality. Let's talk about her musical genius. Do you wanna? Do we wanna do our top fives now? Do we wanna hold off? I think I think we could talk about them now. Okay. Do we want to go I, like I mean, we take ooh, like turns? Oh, oh. Do you want to go down, up, or up, down? Like oh starting, shit! Oh, go, I don't go know. Down, if I... up. We should go down. Up. Oh, you, oh, you didn't. You didn't put them in an order. Can no, they. Pr- no, they. No, I. D- <laughs> hey, do you need a moment? Hey. No, 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 no. Because I think <laughs> I wasn't doing it like super, super intentionally, but I think I was like subconsciously doing it. Um, okay. Do you know what I mean? Um, okay. Yeah, this is pretty much in order. Okay. So okay. if we if we want to go like bottom to top, do you want to do that? Yeah. Honorable now mention remember, first. Remember, remember. I can't I believe have... you fucking cheated. I can't believe you fucking cheated. <laughs> so you're really no, gonna have like ten songs? No, no, no. I have. Yeah, man. I have. I yeah. have eight. I have eight tracks. All right. And okay. Three of them are honorable mention. Okay. The sixth track is three ties for six. So then you do two. You do two of your honorable mentions first, and then we'll be able to like switch on and off. Oh wow! You know what I mean? Why can't I just say? But but then I have to rank these. Can I just say all three together? Okay, sure. Say your one. Okay, okay, okay. So my three honorable mentions are: it's not right, but it's okay. Heartbreak Hotel and Queen of the Night. Oh my god. Those those would have been all three of my honorable mentions if had I known that I could have up to up you to three. You can join me. You can join me in this moment. You okay, so those so those too. those are my honorable mentions. However, actually, oh my god, I am a dick. I actually did do two honorable mentions. I'm such a dick. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. But it do, it doesn't quite count. The reason I didn't count it is because okay, so my honorable mention is it's not right, but it's okay. 
And the Thunderpuss remix of It's Not Right, But It's Okay. You know, like the uns, uns, uns version that they play in the gay club? Yeah. Like oh, the one where it's like, where it all goes silent. Yes, when it goes <laughs> silent and she does that whole, you were making it fall me. Yeah, and then it goes. Dun, 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 oh my God, girl. That shit is the first shit. First of all, first of all, that track and I'm um, Waiting for Tonight, like that whole era of music. Oh my in God. Yo, now you have me. Now I need to go. Oh fucking, my God. Like, listen to all this like oots 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 like dance shit fucking love oots 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 Darude by Sandstorm like that yes, emo- yes, emotional yes. dance yes. music is er, like er, 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 yes yes er, er, er. girl we the qua- like the quaff soundtrack basically like <laughs> yes pretty much Night of Babylon yes the Thunderpuss yes. remix all the way yes but those yes. two yeah that those would be my three those were my three that I was like oh fuck I can't include these but three. the one I really said was my honorable mention before I added all the other ones because I was like fuck this shit is Queen of the Night so that is the one if I had to choose <gasps> Three. That's a good that's, one. That's that's the one I would have. Okay. <laughs> so number five. Uh, number five. All the man that I need. Oh, not on my list. Point. Not on my list. Wait, how does that? Wait, I don't think. Do I remember this You're song? All the man that I'll ever need. I don't think it's so. from like her. Um, I'm your baby tonight era. Okay. We haven't even begun to talk about the fact that like she was a movie star. Haven't even begun to talk we'll, about that. We we will we will discuss. Okay. Oh my god. As a matter of fact, in that can we, can I be me thing, like her real bodyguard tried to like basically say that the bodyguard was about him, and I was like, <laughs> no, the fuck it isn't. Like he was like, except for the romance, like that was my life, and I was like, stop it. Like the romance was the whole the thing, sh- motherfucker. <laughs> right. I'm like, stop. Just stop the shit. So the fact that it was about her bodyguard meant it was about you. Like okay, because like, you're oh, a bodyguard. You're to... I was like, no. stop it. Okay, so what's your number five? My number five might be a little unexpected. It's uh, (laughs) um, and speaking of Whitney as a movie star, this was very it was it was affiliated with a movie that she was in, and it was a a hit single from a movie that she was in. And I was just way to like wait 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 to be unspecific because she's been in multiple fucking movies that were top hits, like. Are you talking about the bodyguard? Oh, are you talking about the preacher's wife? Oh, are you talking about waiting to exhale? I don't even know right now. Well, I'll tell you, boo. I'm talking about waiting to exhale, and I'm talking oh. about the song Exhale, Shoop Shoop, in, a, in parentheses. Shoop, shoop. It's you such a great song. Shoop. Wait, did you say you would love that song? Did you say you would love that song? What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that, that mean? That was shady as hell. Why did what? I, do that? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! In vino veritas, <laughs> the truth is coming out. You like that kind of R and B slow shit? You know, you put me on a m- multiple songs from the mid '90s that I wouldn't have known otherwise. Okay. <laughs> you know, you I like still, those like I still feel like 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 being like. Like I feel okay, maybe you are right, but like, like, like if you were like an adult in the mid nineties, and a prospective partner tried to get with you, like they would have had to play like some real slow R and B jam. You know what I mean? Like Caitlyn would have needed a shoot to get the party going. You know? You know what I mean? I just like really... I can see like, like like that TLC song. Um, What's the one? Oh my God! Please don't say red light special. Please don't say it. Yeah, don't say it. Please don't say it because because because. So here's that's what I mean. No, wait, wait, wait. I think I think I think that you're superimposing an actual memory onto this moment right now because 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 I've talked about my first real boyfriend on this podcast before. I believe his name was. We're bleeping that out. He was a communist at age 11. He was also six feet tall at age 11. He was also very hood. He walked with a limp, with a backwards limp that we all made fun of. That shit was so ridiculous. But thank you for doing that because you gave us so much laughter. Like, I mean, what an iconic fucking memory white dude from Brooklyn walking with a limp through this urban middle school in the urban jungle of Brooklyn in the mid 90s like could you be more cliche though he was he was so he was very white (laughs) he was very Irish he was very communist 
He, but he had swagger. He had so much swagger. I was destroyed by it because I was 11 and didn't know what to do with it. He would look into my eyes and I would go, oh my God. But we also dated in eighth grade <laughs> twice. And I believe this was in eighth grade, not in sixth grade. No, that's this kind of shit was not happening in sixth grade. Um, I believe it was in eighth grade when we were dating. We were at house another communist by the way they were all up in my friend group yes but wasn't trying to convert me was literally like gave me the manifesto oh wow it was so i can't there's so much that i've blocked out did you read it no i didn't even know how to fucking understand it I, I barely, like, understood your, what communism your was. Your middle school barely. boyfriend was a communist who gave you the manifesto. Like, you need to write a fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's like, that's, that's like, scra- I feel like that's scraping the, that, this is how my romantic history began. Like, that's but how like, it literally began. literally at the end, but, like, literally this all was happening, like, within 10 years of, really within five years of the, of the end of the Cold War. Like, yeah. Like, think about that just, like, in time. Isn't like, that bananas? But, <laughs> and I, in eighth grade, we were house we ended up alone in some room he put on red light special by tlc and we were making out to red light special by tlc and you loved it i did i loved every second of it i was very horny and i I was very horny for him that's what i just said but then then that also (laughs) segued into chris isaac's no oh, shit. it was too much for my like 13 year old ass okay like i was not ready yeah i was not ready you. he put it on he did but he like i'm saying on. like we were too young like what are you doing like what are you doing so yeah uh your your assessment of me a thousand percent correct and that did actually happen and i feel See? like you superimposed mm. that into this whole it's possible i mean i i easily yeah. could have remembered this you know oh my god what the fuck but i also just life? know you're you're but you're also just an r&b lover caitlin you know? i am okay. i sure am but i was also i i fancied myself a vocalist and it's funny because like i didn't really get i never really got much vocal training but I was good at mimicking voices. So I knew how to mimic what a good voice sounded like. And to me, a, a, like the best voice was Whitney. So I was always like trying to sing her songs and everything. And that was one of the songs that I was walking around singing like I was going to be the next Whitney, which I was not. But Tony has the iconic track on that album, Let It Flow. Let's be clear. Oh! That song. Oh. Let, let's be clear. Tony, yeah. we are coming for you. We are going to give you your. We are going to give you your flowers. We are going to give you the episode that you deserve. Yeah, we sure you are. are. The shit, but we got to stop talking about you right now because tonight <laughs> is about Whitney House, Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston. Okay, Whit House. It's about Whit House. <laughs> and we're back to Whit. I feel like you just performed a spoken word poem <laughs> called Whit House. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, promise me that when the, when the when the world comes back again, you will what indulge me in a fear of mine, which is going to a spoken word reading, and seriously, not not ironically, not as a joke, reading a spoken word poem <laughs> to an audience. Okay, I think it's something it's something, I, it's something I must do before I die because like I'm it's so ter- it's like literally like terrifying to think about it's like oh my god that's like literally hell but i feel like have you I must do have you written no 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 but I will. <laughs> I will i will watch love jones and write some really bad <laughs> fucking spoken word that i will perform at new york cafe in brooklyn yes Manhattan, yes know? yes all of it you know I, d- okay. I did do a spoken word in college but that's another story for another day did you do it like the black way I did it the Caitlin way, which like, I mean, I'll say no. I'll say no. It wasn't um, like, do you know no, 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 no. It was, it was. <laughs> Come on, be my baby tonight. Oh my God. I love it. I should have done it that way. I wish I had. No, no, no. There were, there were no like little snippets that were sung. Like it was, it was not like that. No, no. I'm going, I'm going full black spoken word. Oh, Caitlin please do. That's your right. That is your right. right. That's, that's your right. That's your human right. It is my human right. It is. It is. Thank you. Yes, number four. You're number four. Number four. Number four 
is a question. <laughs> I think your number four might be my number three. But anyway, go on. How will I know? Exactly. If he really loves me. I see a question with every heartbeat. I've been asking myself for over 30 years. When I had my first love <laughs> down the street till now, you know, dating in the world, except, you know, somewhere along there, it also became, how will I know if she really loves me? Now it's both. But I know Whitney would approve of that, you know? It, it felt so. for a moment like you were conceiving your spoken word poem right now on the spot. <laughs> how will I know? How will I <laughs> if he she he she (laughs) how will I know if (laughs) that's that's the question and Whitney had the answer my number four is a song that I fantasize about one day singing I feel like this this period of my life has passed I feel like I'm too old for this but I did dream of one day <laughs> singing this song to in like karaoke to seduce a crush of mine from across the room kind oh. of situation. Say more. I mean, it's just like a, a generic like fan fiction rom-com fantasy of mine. Really. It's just that kind of scene that would that never really happens in real life. Where I request this singing? song. I request this song for karaoke. That song is I'm Your Baby Tonight. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Whatever you want from me. Yes, that song is that song. That song is a gem musically. It is like oh god, I'm, I feel like I'm getting it. There's going to be a butt in here. No, 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 oh, okay. no, no. No, it's okay. perfection. It's perfection. It's perfection. Okay. okay. And actually, <clears throat> um, in the Can I BB, they talked about how you know her first hits, many of which we've discussed already, because they're like her early '80s like stuff was meant to be pop crossover attracting white audiences and after she'd done that she actually got booed at like at the BET Awards yeah the BET Awards when she met that's where she met Bobby Brown whatever whatever and she went back to her label and I don't know if this conversation conversation had already begun or if this all precipitated it but whatever you know around the same time she went back to her label and she was like I need to be able to do music my way like music that is is black and r&b for me and that led to that album um i'm your baby tonight um you know and that was and i remember like i remember i mean i didn't i didn't have the language to be like oh this is different (laughs) but i remember being like yes whitney you know what i mean (laughs) like it was like you know seductive it wasn't innocent anymore it was like yeah um number three my number three is a statement. A lot of her songs start with I, so that's just something to know. Um, this may be my number one, what you're, what you're about to um, say. And it's I Just Want to Dance with Somebody. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, it's not. But okay. Is that in your top five? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, listeners, Mia just delivered a performance an acting performance worthy of a classic horror film from the 70s. Like, it was mwah, perfection. She looked me right in the eyes, and she got breathless, and she went, what? Like I'm I having really Satan's like... baby. Right. It was like, that I'm level just... of shock. Like, oh, my God. It's no. I cannot believe I just want to dance and somebody's not in your top five. Like, what? It's not, song? girl. Um, it's not. It's that not. song is amazing. It is. And I feel like I now I got to defend it because you, you definitely know. don't. It's just not. I don't know. Like, I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. Yeah. Like if you're out on at, at an '80s night party. Yeah. yeah. When this fucking song comes <laughs> on. Okay. You're, pull- you're pulling out the JD right now. You really are defending it. <laughs> you're pulling out your law degree right now. I mean, you are being an actor. To... You are giving me law and order right now. 
Give me law and order. I mean, just the beginning chords. Okay, can we just like talk about it? Like, sure, let's talk about it. Strikes upon the hour, and the sun begins to fade. Come on. I do have very vivid memories of that song and being in dancing school as like a five, six year old. It was a joyful time. I need a man who'll take a chance. I mean, like, this is like such an iconic, like, I'm at a dance party. Whitney is on the fucking track like shit. Like, what? Like, oh, my God. This song is fucking perfection. And the fact that it didn't make your top five. I I just, I honestly, I honestly. It's not about, it's not about the merit of the song. It's about what it means to you. And how right. closely but, but you hold goes, it to <laughs> This goes back to my earlier shit. This goes back to my earlier shit about her fucking shoop shooping over here. Like, if she hadn't put shoop in the top five, we wouldn't fucking be here right now. You said she. You referred to me in the third person like I wasn't even here. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. You, you, This is law and order. This has become law and order. Could you finish your, your statement about um, I want to dance with somebody with the defense rests, Your Honor? The defense rests. The defense rests. No, this is the prosecution over here. Oh, 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 I'm the one in the wrong. I'm the guilty party. Okay. I'm the one being sued. Okay. Oh, man. But here's the thing. Like, I can't, I can't, I can't defend my decision. Only, I, the only thing I can say is just that, you know. This is amazing. (laughs) What? When you're wrong about something and then that person says, like, I can only say. I mean, those are like, those are like choice words for like an authentic apology. I, I approve. Keep going. I'm not trying to apologize. I'm not trying to apologize. I'm not trying to apologize. I don't, I don't need to apologize. My dog's getting upset. The whole world is getting upset. I'm not trying to apologize. All shoop, I'm trying shoop, to say shoop. is that the Shoop Shoop song... Is it, it? I I have more memories associated with it. I hold it slightly closer to my heart than that song. It's not, I will I will admit it's not because as good of a song. Caitlin, it's because not Caitlin as good is as a '90s R&B diva. Did we not just we just discuss this? <laughs> because I made out with a 12 year old commie in <laughs> bedroom to TLC's Red Light Special. Is that what you're saying? Is that no, I'm why? Just saying- I'm just saying, like, I can see Caitlyn actually as a 90s R&B diva. Like, even with, like, the little sideburn curl. Like, God. your face. I mean, why Why couldn't Caitlyn that be was my so, life? Caitlyn was so close to it. She could have easily had, like, the side part, gelled hair, like, with the swoop, you know, over the forehead. She was so close. She was so close, y'all. I mean, why Why do we talk about this like it's still out of reach? Like, I could still do that. Right? Come on. Come on! Actually, actually, um, Bianca Lawson yes. um, of Save by the Bell, the new class, and Save the Last yes. Dance fame was actually on Instagram yesterday because she got some Ivy Park gear from her stepsister Beyonce, and um, she had like the little side curl gel swoop thing. And I was like, "Yeah, we're back there. Here we are. <laughs> we're back. We, ha- we have returned. Fashion have returned. is fashion is cyclical." So to Caitlin's point, she could tomorrow walk out with the gelled swoop and the thing and the curls on the sideburns. I mean, I feel like pandemic would be prime time for me to do that. You know? Yes. It's the prime time to just like do wild shit, you know? Yes. Yeah. Do wild shit. Okay. So that was your, okay. your, your number three. Mm-hmm. And I just again, for the record, I'm, I'm putting it down. Exhale, shoop, shoop, parentheses, shoop, shoop. <laughs> Is wow. not by any stretch of the imagination a better song than I Want to Dance with Somebody. I Want to Dance with Somebody is like astronomically better as a song than Exhale Shoop Shoop. I just happen to hold Exhale Shoop Shoop closer to my heart. I also feel like I had to throw it a bone because I like it and I feel like it wasn't going to be on anybody else's top five, but I Want to Dance with Somebody was going to be on like everybody's top five. You know what I'm saying? You're right. So I'm a cliche bitch. I'm a basic, you're not a cliche fine. bitch. You're just giving due where due is due. You know? Do is do. Do is do to the <laughs> Where do. Where the do is do. <laughs> do is do is do. So that's why I do what I do when I do it, you know? 
if there's something going on, and I'm not saying there's something going on. Josh Hartnett, thank you for delivering that iconic line. Iconic. Iconic. In O, right? Where did that come in from? In O. o? In yeah. O, the adaptation <laughs> of Othello. We used to rewind that shit. Oh, my God. We used to oh, that shit. shit. We should. We need to do like a whole stretch of like the Shakespeare adaptation that's of the 90s. You know? Oh, 10 things will be up in that shit. 10 yes. things. R and J. Yes. Oh, this is, I mean, this is not, not, you know, this is boring, but not. My number three is How Will I Know, which was your number five? Okay. My number four. Number mm-hmm. four? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How Will I Know? Mm-hmm. So, so okay. far, we are. Okay. We only have one. One song. In common. In common. Wow. 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 That's just a testament to how rich her her catalog is. is absolutely that absolutely. we you know growing up 15 minutes apart from each other most of our lives could have the totally different top five lists bananas of the iconic whitney houston hilarious that all of our honorable mentions were the same though hilarious that's cool that that is interesting I it's think hilarious that yeah that is interesting um okay Numero dos, your number two. Numero dos. This song (laughs) is one of the most memorable, maybe it's not the first, I don't know, but it feels to me like one of the first contemporary female anthems Mm. of our time. Contemporary. I'm every woman. Originally sung by Shaka Khan, yes. That is true, yes. But then canonized by Whitney Houston, who, you know, pregnant with Bobby Christina, filmed an iconic video. Oh, such a good video. Where she gave us pregnancy glow vibes and her iconic vocals. And honestly, if I'm having a bad day, I could probably just put that song on and be like, I am a queen. What am I talking about? Hard Whitney same. Just told me, I'm a queen. Hard same. That song should be in my top five. It should have been in my top two because I love her rendition of it that much. I left it off because I was like, am I allowed? Part of me was like, am I allowed to put this on here because it's not an original Whitney song? Because, uh, because Shaka Khan originated it. I was like, am I allowed? Would that be blasphemous? Yes, you're, of course you're allowed because Whitney I know did her allowed. justice. She, she did it more Khan. than this. Fuck, she does. A, a ton of times. Chaka Khan! And she's in the video! She appears and at the end. The video. And she goes, and she points to her. I'm every woman. It's such a joyful song. That's what I mean! Like, joy! She's just joy! It's all in me! me. Anything, Anything you want done, baby. I do naturally. Yeah. So what is your number two, then? song about yearning it's a song that i associate with the magical summer that i spent as a teaching intern at phillips exeter academy oh shit in in new hampshire and i'm blushing right now it's a song that i associate it's a song that i associate with my one who got away he is married with an adorable child Shout out to his wife. You're a lucky woman. But, but, I will always be saving all my love for you. Saving all my love for you. It's, I mean, like I said, see, but you you guys are seeing a trend here, right? See how he gets to the top? And she really does like these, like, like, ballady, (laughs) R&B heavy. You see what I'm saying? Because I know her. I like yearning. Knowing. I like seduction. I be knowing. You do be knowing. <laughs> you do be knowing. <laughs> I be knowing. <laughs> um, and that brings me to my number one. Oh my god! Which was your number four or five? I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh my god! Oh, so we had two songs in common. I'm your baby tonight. Yeah. Is the fucking best shit. Yes! <laughs> that has ever happened. 
Like, <laughs> the whole fucking thing. Oh, <sighs> everything. I love, I love the, the way that some of the lyrics are, like, sped up with this, like, urgency in her voice. You know, as she's, like, getting closer to the chorus. I mean, it's just, like, the fucking song is just perfect. It has such good momentum, you know? Yes. Yeah, the minute, exactly. like, it starts and that beep drops, like... <clears throat> Exactly, like, exactly, what? exactly. From the moment I saw you, uh, I was out of my mind. I never believed that love at first sight. I mean, it's just that you uh, got it, you got it, you got it. You know, you got like, it. exactly. Like, you got it, you got it, you got to listen to that fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> most like unhinged episode ever and i fucking love it because it's whitney because motherfucking whitney we have to pay respect because because we haven't even talked about you know and i know we're gonna we're already at an hour here shit i mean we haven't even talked about the shame that she endured and the way that her persona was like dragged through the media and like the tragedy of her death and then her daughters i mean there's just so much and we need to just spend time here in her excellence and in her we do her her brilliance and in her we joy do. and in her what she gave all of us she gave too she literally much. gave us culture like she gave us she gave culture. us everything she gave us everything exactly she gave that they're to even you. saying in her later performances she couldn't even sing the same way because right. she gave herself to every performance too so, much. So much and so what's your number one on this note i feel like my number one choice is completely apropos hmm <laughs> I'm preparing myself to sing. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Because I love this song so much. It's gonna slow cap like we're <laughs> You got this. <laughs> like it's Rudy. 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 <laughs> Do you like Rudy? Have we talked about Rudy? No. Is that Sean Astin? No. I haven't. I haven't seen it. Oh man, that's that's a rabbit hole I need to pull you down, probably. Okay, I just want to like make sure that people know that her what just now <clears throat> is not my what when she didn't include I want to dance with somebody in her top five. Like Jesus those were different what that just happened. Like when I didn't, like when Jesus I didn't, fucking Christ. I, when, when, when I hadn't seen Rudy, I just want to like name that's a different kind of like what? Okay. Yeah, my, my what was not one of horror a la Rosemary's Baby. It was yeah. not that. It was not that. <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to. I mean, I, I've, I've spent the last hour screaming with you. So I also feel like this is going to be trash. It's like when okay. you're super drunk and do Speaking of karaoke, it's like when you're super, super drunk and you're just like screaming into the mic, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'll just do the first part and you join me. <laughs> Sing along oh. if you feel like it. You know? Okay. Share my life, take me for what I am, cause I'll never change all my colors for you. Sing it! (laughs) (laughs) You gotta join me, I can't do it alone anymore. (laughs) I have the lyrics in front of me. I gotta gotta play the lyrics, yo. I hope you know when it's tracked. What? Okay, that's that's worthy of the horror. No, I mean I know no, I know the track. I just don't know the, so, you know, I also like, don't. I don't. I'm I'm like it's it's my number one and I don't know it well enough. So I like, love that you love this though. This, this is, is literally you. my favorite of all time, like bar this none. Is like, this it's is like a Whitney, this is like a black ass Whitney track. Good it's for you. the it's the jams. It's the jams forever. Are you ready? I I, I pulled up the lyrics. I, I can do this now. Okay. okay. Are we are we picking it up? Take my love, I'll never ask for too much, just all that you are, and everything that you do. This is going to be hard to edit. I don't really need to look very much further. I don't want to have to go, go where, you, where don't you don't follow. follow. I will hold it back again. Back again. This passion, passion inside. inside. I, I can't, can't run, run from myself. myself. 
there's nowhere to hide. I don't make me, don't make me close. One more time. I don't wanna hide anymore. Stay in my arms if you dare. Must I imagine you there? Don't walk, don't walk away, away from me. I have nothing, 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 nothing. nothing. <laughs> okay, that part though, where that the third time where she does that, where she's like, and she drags out the nothing. Yes, she's like, I have nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> come on, come on, Whitney, come on, Whitney. They used to call her Nippy. Come on, Nippy. <laughs> Like I said, that Look, us singing together Look, is going to be held in. That honestly, that honestly, I, <laughs> is it, I, is, is it going to break your top I, five? Is it going to break your top five? I omitted, I omitted ah! um, <laughs> the Interestingly, though, for me, I'm not going to change my list, but um, I think there are three interesting things. So one is like that, I have nothing and run to you. Oh, I love um, run to you! I love right. run to you. I mean, the bodyguard track is like, soundtrack is like some shit. Like, I mean, let's be real. And the fact that neither one of us put I will always love you. Very telling. Anywhere, anywhere in our situations. It's not in the fucking. It's not even on the map. It's not on honorable mentions. It's not. And it is. I mean, right. I mean, do you remember that song being fucking everywhere? Like for fucking everywhere. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. And she tried to give Dolly her flowers or whatever. But it was still like, girl, like you just did that shit. Like you made that shit a song. Like, hot damn. I mean, goddamn. Yeah. Whew. Whew. We just did it. We, we, we did we it. We set our top five. We did it, boo. We only had two songs in we common. We did it, boo. Oh, my God. That's like that's like Kamala. <laughs> we did it, we Joe. We did it, Joe. <laughs> we did it. You know what? Okay. One thing that I did want to mention that we haven't really talked about is just like specific to our generation and like this era of music and how... I feel like, do you remember there There used to be, I feel like it doesn't even exist anymore. There used to be a genre called adult contemporary. Yes. And I feel like it doesn't really exist anymore. And that shit was my shit. 106.7 Light FM. Let's be but clear. It was the Let's shit. be fucking clear. Like it was the shit. And you had, and I feel like we don't have those artists anymore. Like Whitney, who are, you know, I mean, she's, she's R&B, but she's also adult contemporary. And like, yeah. she... It doesn't matter what age you were, you were listening to her. Like, everybody was listening to her. You know what I mean? We don't have so those true. artists anymore. We don't. So true. Okay. Who's Who You're Who right. fits that bill now? Nobody. 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 No, you know how to do that. Sing my little key sweat moment. Okay. So, we forgot a song. We didn't forget it, but it's important It's important to mention because, because, because the song you... So, we both... We were not making a mistake. So, the fucking star... Tangled Banner might be from the fucking NFL thing, the Super Bowl. <laughs> but she did she did have an Olympic song. The fucking NFL thing. What was the Olympic song? One moment oh. in time. Uh, I have one moment in time. That's a jam and a half. So you, ju- I mean, you just watched um, at least the first half of Can I Be Me, which I, I need to be refreshed on it. But like, do we want to give attention to just... All the shit that Whitney had to endure. We don't have to. You know, no, I know. I'm, I'm, that sigh was um, not a avoidance sigh. It was just like a. I feel like it's something we should talk about, and at the same time, you know, I'm glad that we spent as much time as we did just in her amazingness and not in her challenges and you know tribulations. Same, same. Watching her. And how how hard she loved people. Like, I think that is something that's come through in her Can I Be Me. Um, first of all, I mean, let's just, like, before we even, I was going to go into a whole Bobby thing. But, like, can we just talk about fucking Robin? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Like, yeah. I remember I remember watching one of her documentaries, Whitney's documentaries, on a plane one time. And it's one of the ones where I first saw Robin, like, vi- like video footage. And I remember, like. Like my breath, like I was like, whew. like oh. your your little gay breath was taken away. <laughs> yeah, 
And then again, watching the um, the video footage from Can I Be Me, I was like, oh, good, good lord, like, she, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fuck, like, okay, Robin, like, holy yeah. shit, she was like, doing a you lot. Turn my, you you would have turned my ass out too. I fucking get it. She was doing a lot, um, and can we sit? Can we also effort, talk about like that was and that was effortless. Like she was effortlessly that, that was fucking effortless. everything. And the thing I the thing I recall like very deeply from the Can I Be Me documentary was um, how fucking in love with Whitney she was, and how like devoted to her she was. You know, because she I mean, she's just and and I guess it it was it went beyond like their romantic relationship because she because she she stayed like in the Whitney camp for many years after they broke up. You know, well, I mean, if we're going to dive into the shit, I mean, you know, there's uh, always the iconic there's always the iconic um, Diane Sawyer interview. Good God. Can I just say <laughs> Diane Sawyer, Diane Sawyer, you're a fucking Wellesley grad and I'm fucking ash- and I'm fucking ashamed of you. We are all oh. collectively ashamed of you. The fucking oh. shit you pull in the Whitney interview, the fucking shit you pull in the, the, that Britney interview, like you are a crime against women. You give oh. women a bad name and you give Wellesley a bad name. So go fuck yourself, Diane Sawyer. Seriously. You're a fucking embarrassment to our alma mater. Anyway. Okay. And that's that on the- <laughs> you know I mean? that's But that's that on that. I sang. I said, "Fuck you to Diane Sawyer." This is this is a this is a pretty historic episode. Uh, there you go. There you go. Um, talked about my commie boyfriend in sixth grade. Yeah. Well, lots of things happened. Um, <laughs> the the Diane I mean, Sawyer. Whitney interview. gave us though an iconic moment in this interview. Oh please. That yes. look. Even if it's you know Diane Sawyer is out of pocket and an asshole, mm. whatever. You know, Whitney served up, served up some gems. I mean, and and to and to highlight the um, memorableness, I can't find my words, but you know, like the the permanent mark she made on our culture with these words. I take us to a also beloved show, Chappelle show. Um, several years later, two or three years later, maybe even the next year, because I think Chappelle came out in two thousand four. Yes, it so. Did. Um, so the next year after this interview, you know, you have Rick James on Chappelle's show talking about how cocaine is a hell of a drug. And not before, not long before that, Diane Sawyer interviewed Whitney Houston, where Diane Sawyer asked Whitney Houston if she smoked crack. And Whitney Houston said, I do cocaine. Crack is whack. And it's fucking iconic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking diva ass answer. Because she basically was like, I may be hood. I may be hood. I may be hood. Translation listener, she's like, I may be hood. I may be from fucking Newark, bitches. <laughs> but I'm fucking Whitney Houston, motherfucker. And I don't do that crack. And she basically says it's just like that. She's like, I don't do crack. Crack is whack. And that's what I, and that's like, honestly, one of the things I love about Whitney the most. You know what I mean? Because she's like, do not insult me, motherfucker, when you talk about my drug motherfucking habits. <laughs> like, you could tell she was more offended about the class insinuations of smoking crack. That's true. As she that's does drugs all together. Like, that's very and true. That her, and I love that for her. Because she's like, bitch, do you know who I am? Like, there's so many, there's so many things she is saying all at the same time. She's yeah. basically saying, motherfucker, do you know who I am? Like she's like Whitney's like motherfucker. I have more money than you, Diane Sawyer. Like, oh yeah, way more. Money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Way more. You know what I mean? She's yeah. like, how dare you ask me if I smoke crack, motherfucker? Yeah. Like, yeah. such a fucking great quote. Oh my god, it's great. If I smoked cocaine, or that's not what you do, snort cocaine, I guess. <laughs> you snort, if, if I snorted cocaine, see, I don't even. Look, you, sh- you snort it. If I snorted cocaine, you snort it. <laughs> or did crack? <laughs> and someone asked me about that motherfucking shit, I would answer the same motherfucking way. <laughs> Even even if I did smoke crack, I would be like, "How dare you!" I have cocaine money. How dare you? <laughs> exactly. I make cocaine do you know, money. Do you, do you know who I am? <laughs> crack is whack. And 
I wish I could be a fly on the wall for all of the fun that honestly Bobby and Whitney must have had. Because it was so clear <laughs> that they were like best, best, best friends. They and were, yeah. They basically yeah. just, and, and they had such a codependency. I mean, look, I'm not a psychologist, but like, I'm going to throw around these psychological terms anyway. Like, if they had such a codependency that you got the sense that like, they literally were just in their own world. They were, totally, totally. And that's honestly exactly. what I, that's all, I, that's actually all I really want with someone is like someone I love that fucking much that I'm like the rest of the world, fuck out of here, man. We just about to be in this house. Yeah, we're in like a little bubble. We're going to be in a little bubble playing games. Yeah. Not smoking crack because crack is wet. <laughs> but but maybe snorting cocaine, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I've never been into that either. The idea that like I mean, <clears throat> these motherfuckers that, sn- that snort too much cocaine and then they got nosebleeds and shit. It just does not. Ugh. I can't imagine that. It just. I'm too. I'm too. I'm too squeamish to do cocaine. No, same. I'm. So. I'm too squeamish to do a lot of things. Yeah. I'm yeah, with I'm you. Like, that I'm like, oh, I'm there gonna go you. well. Yeah. Yeah. And then like I've been. Look, I am one of those people that like watched the like f- the, like fried egg burning in the drug commercials and was scared. You know, as a kid. You know, when they like <laughs> fry the eggs. Like this is your brain on drugs. Yeah. I mean, we we did talk quite a bit in our last episode about like the tragedy of Whitney not being able to fully be herself. Yes, we did. In her life. I mean, we celebrate you, Wit. Wit House. We do. Wit House? Wit House. We love your music. We love you. We could probably do, like, a part two of this. But um, we love you. You're a legend. You live on. You live on in our hearts. In our hearts. In our karaoke dreams. Absolutely. Yeah. We love you, Wit Wit. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for gifting us with your genius and your love and your talent. Your light. And your light. Your luminous. And your trailblazing. You carved the path for so many songstresses to come behind you. Songstresses. That didn't have to find, face as many hurdles as you did because you paved the way. That's right. That's exactly right. Thank you for being the bi-queer icon that you are. And for daring to be yourself in an industry that was not ready for that at the time yeah I'd like to think that if you were still with us today you would be be able to be fully authentically yourself in ways that you didn't feel like you could in your lifetime I'd like to think so too and we love you yeah 